Hey guys, what's going on? This is Aaron Linson, also known as Blind Podcaster. And today, I wanted to talk about the public beta of WatchOS 7, I believe. And it, excluding voiceover. Now, I've read all the comments on the Applevase website about it, and I have actually signed the petition. Now, I kind of want to give my thoughts on it and why I think this is something that Apple needs to be held accountable for. I do want to let you guys know, though, that my opinions are my own. They're not the product of Nest Productions or the Blindcast or anything like that. So these are my own opinions that I have formed myself. So the first thing I wanted to talk about in regards to this is that Apple themselves, while I don't believe they willingly did this, I believe they knowingly did it. And I believe that voiceover was so broken that they had to take it out. Now that then brings up the question, why not just scrap the public beta, the first public beta, fix the issue with voiceover, and bring it out again. We will never know that. We have to treat these companies, these mainstream companies that are doing accessibility, like we do humanware and hymns. We need to keep them accountable for their actions. Because we have asked them to do accessibility, whether that's voiceover, screen reader accessibility, whether that's magnification, whether that's touch, whatever your your disability is, we have asked them, hey, you need to step up. You need to do this for us. We're asking a mainstream company to become an AT, assistive technology company. And we, and we hold them to high standards. Now, I don't think that's wrong in any way. Because if we look back with the iPhone 3GS, Apple didn't just come up with voiceover out of the goodness of their heart. A lot of people seem to forget that, get that fact, that Apple didn't just come up with it really dearly and set it out there oh this would be good for blind people no they were forced to by an injunction and a lawsuit from the national federation of the blind basically stating that they need to make their iphones accessible or that the national federation of the blind was going to sue them and i think the suit was almost in effect when the um, apple came out with voiceover a lot of people don't remember that or they do remember it and choose to not believe it and Apple's all great and all knowing and we should just be thankful for what we have, shut our mouths and move on. I don't believe that. If we're looking at these technology companies, if we're telling these technology companies, hey, you need to be like a human warrior or a hymns or a Vespero where this is all that they do, these companies have done accessibility for years 
we're buying the same products at the same prices as everybody else that they need to be accessible out of the box. I do agree with that. And the exclusion of voiceover on an Apple Watch, public beta, develop a beta first. I can understand that. That's a really niche market. Pull it, update it. Before that to be on the first public beta of watchOS doesn't really give me great pride or reassurance if I was not an, already an Apple Watch user. Now I've learned to not put public betas on my main devices. Not in foremost because of the work that I do now as a search consultant, they need to be running full time, 100% of the time with no issues. So I do not put public betas on main devices. I would not suggest you do that as well because you need that device to work and if something doesn't work, AKA text messaging, call outs or call ins, which has happened to many people before. Or will voiceover for many of us have just stopped working when trying to accept a phone call or decline a phone call. Many issues have been have been heuristically dealt with when it comes to beta cycles. Now understand these beta cycles, there's not perfect. No software is perfect with release of an alpha or beta or even a GM, which is a gold master, or the full release of the new OS. However, it's the same thing as if the touchscreen didn't work on the Apple Watch or either the digital crown or the side button or on the iPhone touchscreen, the power button, or the volume buttons, or the mute switch. It's the same thing as if it, they released the beta and none of those functions worked. That would be in the media the same day within five minutes or less. I can guarantee you that. If not in that same, it's not within an hour of it being discovered. And so it doesn't really make sense why a lot of people would just say, well, it's, it's just beta software, so uninstall it. The reason we put beta software, a lot of people put beta software on their devices is to, is to test stuff and get feedback on stuff. You have to put in the work people to get it done and to get it the way it's supposed to work. This is what a lot of people don't understand, and I'm going kind of on a tangent about the NFP and the ACB, is a lot of people have put in the work, and the young, younger generation are sitting back on their laurels and just reaping the benefits of the older generation's harder work and not doing a lot of the advocacy. That's going to change in time. But we'll go into my more opinions on that later. So, in another podcast, actually. And so, I think 
it's not willingly. I don't think they willingly did it. Although, if you're a somebody who works in accessibility at Apple and you try to do a stopgap to it and they don't listen to you, you know, there's really nothing you can do. I don't blame that person who tried to stopgap it and say, hey, this needs to be fixed. Um, but there needs to be... Apple is becoming like IBM. Nobody can stop them. They're really big now. They're $2 trillion, a $2 trillion company. They're getting to be like IBM. And once you're as big as IBM, you don't care. You stop caring. And that makes the company or a lot of people rethink the buying decisions and in Android 11 with multi-finger gestures now I'm really going to be interested to see how many people jump ship because of that I'm really going to be interested in that whole aspect because there would be now be a second option that is really well done and really well taken care of and more choice than just a low-cost iPhone a cheap low-cost iPhone a low-cost phone a Pro and a Pro Max for uh, phones and I think that if they're not careful, Apple is going to screw themselves over. And I'm just interested to see how this all comes up, comes apart if they're not regulated. I think one of those regulations needs to be the quality control and quality assurance have been very luck last luck last. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Have been very, have been very, luck laughter. Can I say those the, that word today? Um, and have been on the decline at Apple. And I think that they need to pick it up, get into high gear, and figure it out. So this has been Aaron Linson with the blind cast you can follow me on twitter aaron underscore linson that's a-a-r-o-n underscore l-i-n-s-o-n i'll see you guys in the next podcast bye-bye